Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Raw Rundown, week after Christmas, right before New Year's. No breaks here. We keep going. Everyone else is on there. Winter breaks, Hollywood Raw podcast. We continue to work even when it's a slower entertainment news week because this is the week when everyone's off, obviously. I even called one of my uh, major media outlets and they're like, yeah, we're sort of short-staffed this week. So if you know anything, <laughs> let us know this, what's going on because we, we need some sort of content. This was always the worst week to work <laughs> at TMZ because there was nothing going on. And the entire week you're just sitting there like, why are we here? Like, why... Why did I have to drive to LA to work this week when nothing is happening and we're like trying to scrape together a show? Not like celebrities are in hibernation right now. It was off, awful, awful, awful time to be working. We called it actually weeks ago that, okay, we know the stories that are going to happen. Sure enough, it happened on TMZ this week. What are prisoners eating for Christmas? They show who's in jail. This is what's on the menu. It's the same stories every year. And what's coming up next, Super Bowl. A bunch of hookers going out to the Super Bowl this year. It's the same it, stupid story that we stupidly read. Um, yeah, and it, it'll so be we like include that stuff. The, the hookers at this location are offering free sex to any football player who wants to go. <laughs> when you know that that is not like going to happen. It's just yeah. a story. Whereas the, the, the Super Bowl this year is in Vegas. The Saddle Ranch is offering free hour sex sessions to any guys playing in the Super Bowl, which – you think uh, maybe it might happen? Who knows? Football players. Are no, they're they're uh, focused on the super fucking bowl. <laughs> they they're not worrying about going out to the bunny ranch for for ten minutes. Like it's it's just a literally a publicity fluff piece. By the way, I'm in Miami still. I'll be leaving here soon, but it is been, this is the slowest I've ever seen Miami. Usually, I see a ton of celebrities here. Mm-hmm. This trip, I got nothing. Like I saw the other night, I was at a restaurant. I saw Pharrell at a restaurant, but. I'm not gonna. He's not one to like. It's really worth me kind of trying to talk to. Um, yeah. And then I saw Jonathan and Shaben, but I didn't bother him. He, I actually DM'd him after. He was at a table with uh, actually this billionaire, and I was like, I'm not gonna sit. He doesn't want me to interrupt. So I kind of play the role like, Hey, what's up? I give like the nod, like the head nod, and then I just DM yeah. him after. And then, um, yeah, just nothing going on. Actually, it's funny. Celebrity hotspot Carbona, Miami. I show up the other night just just in case of there's celebrities there. I show up, and there's a fire at the restaurant. They, uh, everyone had to leave the restaurant. Yeah, like not a huge fire, but enough where they had to make everyone leave the restaurant. And uh, I talked to a few people who left the restaurant who were eating there. Some were pissed because they went all the way there and didn't even get their appetizer. Some were super happy because, like, dude, I just got an appetizer, a bottle of wine, and di- dinner. <laughs> and then they made us, hey, you got a love, and I got a free dinner. So uh, awesome. some people were like, hey. So it was pretty fun. But – on to the top 10 stories of the week um, where it goes by data, what people are Googling on, what people are clicking on. Um, before we get to that, we love reviews. Don't we, Dex? We love them. And I especially mean, this is 
our resolution I, is I love yeah, good reviews. Good. Let me let me say that again. I love good reviews. <laughs> yeah, we love good reviews. It really helps us out. That should make that should be your New Year's resolution. If you uh if you listen to the podcast, just just help us out. Even if you actually watch the YouTube, uh, watch our YouTube uh, aspect of the show, leave a few kind words in the comments and give a thumbs up. It helps out in the algorithm and really uh, benefits us. And obviously, if you leave it on iTunes, we read your reviews. Dax, do you have a review ready for us? I got one. All right, this one comes from Leafa45, Friday's LOLs. I found you guys through another podcast and at first wasn't sure what to expect from two guys talking entertainment news. However, now each week I look forward to the raw rundown on Friday and you make me literally laugh out loud. Your personalities and perspectives complement each other perfectly and it's nice to have straight men's takes on all things entertainment. It's a great mix of dad jokes, celebrity run-in stories, and uh, commentary on pop culture. Thanks for the laughs. Leafa45, thank you for that excellent review because there's a few kind words, which we always appreciate, but most importantly also the five stars as well. Leafa45, thank you for that. Um, again, we comment about the news stories. We give our perspective. We also give our take that we have sometimes. Um, we got a little bit inside knowledge from working on these stories, actually, which we've been doing for a long, long time. Um, let's get into the world rundown, Dak, starting with number 10. Number 10. And uh, thank you about that last review. I didn't get to jump in, but I really do appreciate that last review. Okay. Chris Rock and Amber Rose sparking romance rumors after the two were spotted out in New York City together. They were strolling down the street, looking uh, cozy, chatting it up. Not a couple that I would have anticipated or expected. Definitely kind of coming out of left field for me personally. Uh, oh, by the way, look who wrote that story. Anthony Dominic. I know Anthony. Anthony used to work at TMZ with me, and now he's working at Entertainment Tonight. Shout out to Anthony on this story. Um, but anyway, the two were, were spotted out. Uh, you know, he recently had said during an interview that he had been single for quite some time, you know, since his marriage. Um, so a lot of people pointing to this as, are they actually dating? I don't think I've ever seen them hanging out. So I don't think that this is just like a, hey, we're good friends strolling down the street. So there might be some truth that there is dating here. Um, Thoughts on this, Adam? Yeah, they are dating. Uh, it, in fact, I got a tip on this more than a month ago. I'd say probably about six to seven weeks ago, roughly. Uh, someone hit me up and said, hey, I think she is dating Chris Rock because she showed up at the comedy cellar looking for him. And the way she came across, people told me, like, yeah, she, they're, they're, there's something going on there. They're dating. The crazy part is, the weird part is, is how they were never seen together. Now, Chris Rock lives in a very... Um, busy part of New York City, a part where there's a lot of people, a lot of people with cell phones, a lot of paparazzi always kind of wandering around. And uh, how do they are? How are they never not seen together? Now they can never maybe not seen in together because obviously it's a winter, so she could be wearing a hat, but that's kind of rare for her because she could get away without getting noticed at night. But during yeah. the day, where he lives, it's such a busy area. So this is the first time we've actually seen them together during the daylight. And again, I got tipped off about this some weeks ago. I feel like, and, uh, I feel like if they wanted to hide this, all she would have to do is wear a wig. Because I swear to God, people would not recognize her with hair. You know what I'm saying? She puts a wig on. Sorry, that wig would have to have some uh, bangs, though, because you got to cover her forehead tattoo. But if she walked out with a wig, I don't think anyone would know it was her. 
Yeah, but Chris Rock is very recognizable. And again, like I said, he's very out in New York. Where he lives, it's a very it's I don't want to give his address, but it's like the most popular part of this one area in New York City. So it's like everyone kind of wanders. If you're in that area, you kind of go through this part. And mm-hmm. he goes to that this one very busy restaurant in the same spot every time. So I'm surprised they're able to kind of keep it hush hush for as long as they did. I did get tipped off about this a couple weeks back, but this is the first photo showing the two of them together. Seems like a good relationship. He's happy. She's hot. I mean, it's uh, it's a fun relationship. Will this go for a long time? Who knows? I you mean, never know. I mean, who knows? There's so many relationships that like you could put money on it actually lasting, and it doesn't last. You could put money on relationship, and you're like, oh, this is never going to last, and then it does. So it's like, who the hell knows if if these two people are happy together and. You know, he makes her happy and she makes him happy. Like, good for him. He was last uh, dating Lake Bell, the actress. And then after that, there are some rumors that he was dating Olivia Wilde, actually. And it was funny Mm because I was talking to some paparazzi and they got tipped off that Olivia Wilde and Chris were dating because they were seen together leaving a party in L.A. So they were kind of waiting around his home trying to see if they'd run into them. And uh, that was actually not true. However... Based on what I'm hearing from multiple people, that this is, I wouldn't say uh, a clo- they're not a boyfriend, girl. They're having fun. They're enjoying themselves in which they should be. It's the holiday season. You want to spend it alone. You want to spend it with someone and uh, hope they're having fun. Dax, number nine. Number nine. This is a big story we've been talking about for a while. Cher now filing for a conservatorship for her son, Elijah Blue, Allman. Um, I guess due to severe substance abuse issues. I mean, I think we had brought up this story a couple months ago because there was um, there was an article that came out saying that she basically kidnapped him out of a uh, or ha- hired guys to kidnap him out of a New York City hotel. Um, well, now flash forward to today, um, she filed this in the Los Angeles Superior Court, um, and People Magazine obtained a lot of the documents saying that. She was seeking for the sole conservator of son's estate, claiming that he is substantially unable to manage his financial resources. The document states that uh, although Elijah is due to receive assets from the trust before the end of the year, the conservator is urgently needed to protect Elijah's property from loss of injury because he, he is currently unable to manage his assets due to severe mental health and substance abuse issues. The document also states that his estranged wife is not fit to be his conservator because their tumultuous relationship has been marked with a cycle of drug addiction and mental health crises. Uh, the filing continues that Elijah is entitled to regular distributions from the trust, but given his ongoing mental health and substance abuse issues, Cher is concerned that, uh, that any of the funds distributed to him will immediately be spent on drugs, leaving him with no assets to provide for himself and putting his life at risk. Um, you know, Cher has spoken up uh, a couple times about all of this saying, look, at the end of the day, I'm a mother. This is my job. I need to make sure my son is, uh, healthy. She has, uh, spent a lot of time and resources trying to get him healthy and put him into rehab and done a bunch of things. It just doesn't seem to be working. Uh, so she is now filing for this temporary conservatorship and, you know, I, I I can't imagine being a parent where you feel helpless. You're trying to get your kids, you know, help, and it's just not working. So, I hope that she can get through to them this time. Yeah, obviously, I I don't I can't imagine any family wants stuff like this public. It's not a um, 
it's not the best of things, but maybe there's some things that are sort of necessary when someone could potentially be hurting. Um, mm-hmm. I give a lot of credit to Cher, by the way. You know, I, I, I don't, it shows that she takes the job of being a mother very serious. And, you know, I think some people could say that these, you know, I'm not saying all stars, but I think some people on the outside could think these stars aren't good parents. I think there's some stereotype because they care more about their career than their child. But Cher, who is a legend, you know, is being proactive in her in her child's life. And it's not even a child. I mean, it's her son, but this is an adult and uh, he's on his own. But props to her for stepping up, owning it, taking respons- being responsible as a parent, but also uh, I also think like the whole conservatorship word feels dirty these days because of definitely you know, post Britney and um, it shouldn't because there's people that need it. And this would be a situation where someone needs help. They're not able to take care of themselves. And so the best thing you can do is step in and say, let me take control of their life and hopefully get them back on the right track. Great, great um, perspective on that, Dex. Yeah, I agree with the word conservatorship. kind of scares people, but I think that's why she really had to put out a statement regarding the word conservatorship and what's going on here. So uh, props to Cher for being uh, a good mom. That's really it. Uh, Dax, number eight. A lot of people are talking about Kim Kardashian's extra thumb from this week. She revealed, she posted a bunch of photos from her Christmas party, and one of them is getting a lot of attention. It's her and her daughter, uh, Northwest, and they're next to the Christmas tree. And Kim is kind of like bent over, and everyone zoomed in really close, and you it looks like Kim has two thumbs on one hand. And so everyone's going, wait a second, is this an AI fail? Is this a Photoshop fail? Or is it an optical illusion? Um, So, you know, the internet obviously loves to troll anything that Kim Kardashian does and start going after her. And uh, listen, my thoughts, I think it literally is just her two hands placed together that creates this optical illusion of a thumb growing out of a thumb. Um, but people love to troll Kim, and so they're, they're making it into something more than it was. But there was a lot of people saying that as comments were coming in, that her team was scrubbing them clean of the double thumb comments. I don't know why some people are saying that she is doing this just to get people to comment on her, to, to have a better reaction, to make her post go viral. I think that she doesn't think this much into stuff like this. <laughs> I think it literally is. Yeah. It looks funky. We've seen numerous, you know, photos that give an optical illusion. People are looking into it more than it needs to be looked into. Agreed, Dex. I don't think Kim, first of all, I know she doesn't have two thumbs because we've no, we would known about that for a long time. Photoshop. <laughs> I mean, I, I think a lot of people Photoshop. I think based on the photo I was looking at for a long time, I think it's just two hands put together the way the angle is. It's just, you don't only see the other arm coming in. And as far as her deleting comments, I think that's fair. Someone leaves a shitty comment on your thing, delete the comment. I don't want to see that. Nor you know, it's she, they should be allowed to delete comments. In fact, if they don't want the comments, they could delete the comments from being posted on their Instagram. So Kim Kardashian, I'm a nobody and I get shit on. I can only imagine how much shit Kim Kardashian gets. And and, uh, that's that's the crappy thing about social media is the ability for someone to just write shit on your post and you just have to take it. 
You know what I'm saying? Now, these celebrities have to take it. If they respond, then they look like assholes. It's like the amount of crap she has to probably read on a daily basis sucks. Yeah. It's, I, listen, I've deleted comments and I will continue to do it because it's just, I don't want to see it and I don't want other people to see it. If someone's going to leave a stupid, I'm not going to give them that. Uh, and they want to bash me for deleting a comment, go for it. But it is what it is. Um, but Kim also was uh, at Disneyland recently with her, I guess on this, the other day, Kim was at Disneyland. Was, uh, yeah, I think it was Wednesday. She took Saint um, to Disneyland. They were spotted all over California Adventure. Uh, I, I know TMZ had a bunch of videos and stills of them having a good time. And this kind of comes on the heels of Kanye taking Northwest to Disney with his new wife, uh, Bianca. And so I don't know. Um, the way the post was written was like, oh, she doesn't want to be outdone as a parent. Or maybe she just likes Disneyland and wants to spend a day with one of her children, which I think is a great thing, you know, because yeah. I you know, I think spending some like one-on-one -on -one time with your children when you have four is great. And he, you know, she took Saint there with a couple of his friends. They were seen, you know, going on different rides and having a good time. And I think that's like so healthy. I, I, good for her. I don't know why it got changed to she had to do it because Kanye took his daughter. I'm like, come on. Hey, Dex, how much does a day at Disney you think cost for someone like Kim Kardashian? Well, for Kim, well, so a normal ticket, let's say, is it's like dumb expensive these days. I want to say it's like one thirty, one forty, something like that for a ticket, right? To go okay. to Disney, but she doesn't do the normal Disney. She does like with um, the plaids, which are the, the, the like handlers that walk you through. They send you to the front of the line. So my only thought is Disney normally provides those to people for free if it's going to cause a disturbance. Like Kim Kardashian cannot walk through Disneyland without it causing chaos. So she would, I would assume, be a person that they would hand over a plaid to and say, use this just so you can walk around. However, if she's planning a trip and, and she's so rich that she might just be like, hey, let me just have a plaid. The thing is, it's like $500 an hour to have one of those people walk you around through Disneyland. So if you see that, I mean, it's cool. If you've got the money, you can just walk straight to the front of the line, which is awesome. It's like having a lightning lane on every single ride, which is cool. Um, so I, I don't know. She could easily spend, you know, $10,000 in, in a day with between buying stuff, food, having a, a, a handler walk them around. So I'm not sure. Um my guess is Kim doesn't spare any expense because they love Disneyland. They're there all the time. Yeah, and I think she rather just – I mean, listen, everyone loves free stuff. I could see Kim also just like, hey, I don't mind paying. You know why? Uh, because, because in in her mind, I bet it's worse publicity if she's getting it conked. Like she's like, let me just clear the air, tip the person well, pay for the experience – because I'm a billionaire, like I don't need to have it comped and I don't want the bad press coming out of how I'm always getting stuff for free. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Yeah. Uh, Dax, the number seven story, Charles Sheen had a unique week. This is a, a really bizarre story because oh, yeah. uh, Charlie Sheen got attacked, allegedly attacked, by his neighbor. Uh, this all went down in his Malibu home, I guess, uh, this, this woman named Electra Schrock, uh, who's 47, allegedly tried to choke the actor in his apartment. And this all went down on Tuesday uh, in a Los Angeles courtroom. Uh, she pled not guilty to this felony assault. Uh, but basically what happened, oh, by the way, her her, her bail is set at $75,000. Um, yeah, right? But basically, she was initially supposed to be arraigned before Christmas, but she remained in custody. Uh, and because of this, she was in the Linwood Jail, which is the same jail that uh, Paris Hilton was held at. Do you remember? It's right yeah. off the uh, like the 105 freeway. I see it all the time. Um, but uh, she re- uh, the deputies received an incident in Malibu December 20th after receiving a battery disturbance call. So upon uh, contacting the parties involved, they identified the victim as Charlie Sheen, and uh, they identified the suspect as Electra Schrock. She was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon, force likely to create bodily injury, and a residential burglary. So what he had told uh, um, law enforcement at that time, he heard a knock on his door. He slightly opened the door to find his neighbor standing there, she then allegedly pushed her way into his home and began grabbing at him at his, and his neck. Tried to, he tried to get away, but she pursued him through his home, according to the authorities, and then allegedly grabbed Sheen's neck multiple times, eventually ripping his shirt uh, before he was able to call 911. Um, and then uh, the, the fel- so she, in addition to the felony assault, assault charge against Sheen, she was arrested in March on another felony assault, uh, felony charge, and released on twenty thousand dollars bond. Um, so she has uh, been in and out of uh, courts recently. I don't know what caused the disturbance. I don't know why she allegedly attacked him. Uh, that has not come out at this point. Note the part that sucks, Dax. So he calls nine one one. The nine one one call. You're allowed to get that call, correct? That's public information, right? Sorry, I was coughing. I had to mute myself right then. Um, yes, all, all of that stuff it can be um, public knowledge. Yes. It, why? I, to me, I don't feel like that should be public knowledge if you call nine one one. I mean, it, unless you could explain but, to you why it should but, be, but. Well, why not? Because I feel like normally police calls are public knowledge. I know it's just no one's like, hey, something's going like, on. The I don't know. Of- the amount of 911 calls that have gone public, you know, it's like every time something like that happens, those 911 calls are, are public knowledge. 
Yeah, I mean, here's the, the the other part. It is it is public knowledge always. I'm just surprised that today it's still public knowledge where people can get access to that call and they could be very, you know, you don't. I can. People are probably digging for that phone call of Charlie Sheen calling nine one one saying, "Hey, there's a girl attacking mm-hmm. me in my home." This girl. I'm also surprised how uh, you know he lives. I guess in a Malibu apartment. How is this girl able to afford Malibu? Is she some sort of Buddhist? But like, how does how does she afford it? She's divorced. She's a Buddhist neighbor. I was more surprised that he was in a Malibu apartment because he had that big old mansion up in the Hollywood Hills for a long time. Yeah, he was the highest paid actor on television. Um, I I guess I he's renting living in this big mansion on the cliff. I know that he's had a lot of financial issues over the years. He's, he's spent a lot of money on, on lawsuits and other things. Um, and again, I know that there's also apartments in Malibu that are probably worth $20 million and the rent is crazy. Uh, I guess I was just surprised to hear that. Yeah, he, uh, he's renting the Malibu condo after selling the last of his three Mulholland estate mansions within Los Angeles City Views in 2020. So uh, maybe he apparently he's just, renting. Maybe he's just in transition right now. Maybe he's going to be buying something else uh, in the meantime. So he's renting for the time being. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, in mid-2021, he was renting another property in Malibu uh, for over $16,000 a month. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of money. Um and I don't know how, what this girl's doing to afford her home, but she's living pretty nice too. But if you see the photos of her, I saw the photos of her like in court. Mm-hmm. She's got crazy face. She's got crazy <laughs> face. <laughs> oh, you got crazy face. Dax, crazy. the number hey guys. The, Dax, <laughs> the, uh, the number six story. Uh, Mariah Carey, single again. Her and Brian Tanaka confirmed the inamicable separation after seven years together. Um, you know... It's funny, the queen of Christmas uh, is on top of the world right now. She's doing all these appearances. She's got her music going crazy and uh, apparently single. Um, so he ended up posting on social media that they, the two had parted ways. He said, with mixed emotions, I share this personal update regarding my amicable separation from Ryan Carey after seven extraordinary years together. He said, our decision to embark on different paths is mutual and as we navigate these separate journeys, we do it with profound respect and overwhelming sense of gratitude for the invaluable time we've shared, the memories we've created, and the artistic collaborations are etched in my heart forever. Oh, very nice statement on his behalf. You know, I he kind of forgot about him. Like he was kind of forget. Like a I don't know. Well, he because a she's, guy. she's dated so many famous people. And then he was like her backup dancer. So he just didn't have the name like a lot of her other people that she's dated. I mean, even like you think back to Tommy and Matola when they got married, like that was a huge deal. He was a, a massive force in the music industry. She was with Derek Jeter. Obviously, that was big. Luis Miguel. I mean, one of the biggest singers on the planet, Latin singers on the planet. Um, and then you McCann. What about James Packer, the billionaire? Yeah, I mean, the billionaire. She, Remember that guy? She's she's dated like really, really famous people before. And so I, I think that I mean he Brian was a part of her her reality show. And so I think people got to know him through that. But it was just a more of a low-key romance for her versus the people she's dated in the past. 
And that's why you know, I think so, we kind of forgot that they were even dating. You know what's so funny about Mariah Carey? There, I was talking to a paparazzi the other day, and he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about going to Aspen to cover Mariah Carey's trip. And apparently, like, every photographers know to go to Aspen mm-hmm. this time of year because Mariah Carey always goes there. And it's like an easy oh, yeah, shot dude. to get. It's a classic shot of Mariah Carey and Aspen that always runs. And like, yeah, just to get oh, out of, I could, you know. I could have and, easily told you that. This, this is Mariah Carey Aspen season. Like, yeah. it's what she does every year. And the reason that it gets run, there's nothing else fucking going on in Hollywood right now. And so seeing Mariah out shopping in the, the Aspen shops, you're like, okay, well, it's something going on. It's something to talk about. It's that and then Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. They're always in Aspen at this time too. You see um, Kate Hudson there. Like there's, there's certain people you will see that this time of year always in Aspen. Yeah, Justin Bieber was just there with Haley Bieber. And I, one of the, uh, Kylie Jenner was there. They were snowboarding with Sean White and Nina Dobrev. Sean White was like, did this snowboard trip. I'm surprised they didn't get more press, but Sean White did like, this snowboard trip where he was giving like snowboard lessons to like celebrities. So celebrities could say they snowboard with Sean White. Uh, apparently that's, that's what he cool. does. Yeah, I mean, that's what he sort of does where now where, you know, it's not like publicized, but I, from what I heard that Sean White, like another way of his income is that very wealthy people will pay him to snowboard with them. And he goes to these snowboard trips and snowboards with them for a day. And it's a cool thing for them. And these people are willing to spend the money. It's good extra side money that, you know, it's not really advertised or out there, but it's like that hidden. A lot of times these celebrities, I got offered, someone hit me up and said, hey, I have someone who wants to have dinner with Daniel Radcliffe. Mm -hmm. And they are willing to, like, this person's an established business person. They showed me photos of him with Messi and like other people he's met with and he will pay to have dinner with him. Just wants dinner with him. But the dinner had to be in New York. It was actually New York or London, one or the other. And I could have went like, Hey, listen, I, I was willing to go to Daniel Radcliffe and say, listen, tell me what the number is to have dinner with you. Mm-hmm. And before I even could even give it to the number, his rep got back to me and said, there's no interest. Daniel doesn't want to do a meeting like that. I was like, dude, a million dollar dinner at a restaurant. This guy doesn't have to come to your home and that could be it. But this guy, his family wanted to meet him. I mean, but that a lot of these people make good extra cash on the side, just being a celebrity, just from doing that type of stuff. Hey, have dinner. Hey, show up here and they'll get paid. It's can you imagine dude. Like, can you imagine someone offering to pay one of us to have dinner with them like that? It would be so cool. Like that's when you know you've made it when you're like, Oh, I, I get to go have dinner with someone. And I get paid to do it, and they buy the dinner, and it's probably at a nice restaurant. Like shit, I would I would suffer through some small talk, and you know I hate small talk. I would suffer <laughs> through some small talk for a, a healthy paycheck for dinner. That'd be dope. I'll tell you what, I became really good friends with someone. I had an opportunity like that, and I I mean I didn't get paid necessarily, mm-hmm. but I was on the streets of New York City. I was sitting on the ground at nine thirty in the morning. I remember the day. I remember it. It was a cloudy day. I'm sitting outside on the ground, the London hotel on the side of it, just hanging out there trying to figure out my day. This guy comes up to me, goes, hey, man, what are you doing? He saw a camera in my lap. I was like, I told him what I do. And he's like, oh, who are you waiting for? I was like, kind of just talked to him. The guy was really nice. We just started talking. He goes, "Uh, you want to get dinner tonight? I go, what do you mean? He said, yeah. He goes, me and my colleagues. I don't even know what he did. Um, He's like, we're going to the Waverly Inn. Would you want to come? I was like, "Uh, you, you, you paying? He's like, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> my company. I was like, yeah, I'll go. You know, free dinner at the Waverly yeah. Inn. I can't afford a place like that. I'd love to go and check it out. And I went, 
and I went to dinner with him. I can't tell you what he does because I don't want to out him because now we actually became really good friends. We went to dinner at the Waverly Inn. I told a bunch of stories and yeah. we had a great time. He loved my stories. He goes, hey, listen, hits me back up next time he's in New York. He goes, hey, listen, I got this event for work. We're trying to fill the room with celebrities. I have this sort of budget. Usually what we do is we pay one celebrity. But how about I pay you and you just bring a bunch of random celebrities and you'll pay them and we'll make that the party. So rather than paying one big celebrity who hides behind the rope, doesn't like play ball for the party, let's fill the room with a bunch of random celebrities that are fun and cool that will make the party better. And I wound up getting paid that way. And it was actually really fun. And I brought a bunch of celebrities to this party and um, it was really, they got paid, but they're like happy to be there because these aren't people that usually get paid to go to these parties. Yeah. So it was like a very unique celebrity room. But that's uh, so cool. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a lot of fun. All right, Dex, the number five story. It's not really a happy one. No, this one's a sad story. Parasite actor Lee Sun Kun, I think is how you say his last name, uh, dead at the age of forty eight. Uh, the South Korean actor was found dead amid a drug investigation, a really big drug investigation going on in South Korea, uh, and he was at the center of it. Um, but authorities confirmed that he was discovered dead in his car in Seoul on Wednesday after weeks of an intense police investigation into his alleged drug use, um, and this is according to the AP. Uh, the police re- received reports that the actor had been missing, and they were on the hunt for him, and then uh, I guess uh, the police and emergency officers initially found Lee in what they believed was an unconscious state in a car parked in a street in northern Seoul, Emergency officers later confirmed that he was dead, um, uh, but basically they did not confirm whether the death was a suicide. However, there's been numerous media outlets uh, that said Lee's family reported to police that he left home after leaving a message similar to a suicide note on uh, Wednesday. And then I believe, um, you know, after doing some investigation, it was an apparent suicide, but that they haven't confirmed that so far um and then this is um you know i mentioned that this this drug investigation he was involved in there was a whole police probe as he allegedly used illegal drugs at a residence of a bar hostess that's what was kind of going on in his life he filed a suit against two people including the hostess and alleged that they blackmailed him um but he, he insisted that he was tricked into taking drugs including marijuana by a hostess of a high-end bar in Seoul, and that he did not know that what he was taking, uh, according to um, some of this report. Uh, despite being blackmailed, according to him, Lee passed two drug tests during the investigation. He also submitted to a polygraph test to prove his innocence, as he claimed the hostess was lying into the scheme. He said he put out a statement said, "I feel sorry to my family members who are enduring two difficult pains at this moment." Uh, uh, and then he said, I again, sincerely apologize to everyone. And then um, I guess this was all happening. Um, and then now he was found dead in his car. And keep in mind, he does have a wife and two sons. And so just very, very sad that, you know, I, you know, I say, if you're struggling mentally with stuff going on in your life, please seek help. Don't, uh, don't think that is the only way out um, if this is uh, actually suicide. Yeah, there's not much to say here. You know, I just repeat what Dak said. I mean, sad story all around. Parasite. Did you see Parasite? I never saw it. I know it got a ton of buzz. I remember, you know, when it was the big thing at the Oscars, the big thing at the Golden Globes. 
I never actually saw the movie, but I, I do remember like how much attention it got. It like literally put a lot of these actors on the map. Yeah, I saw it. Fine movie. It was interesting, but again, back to the story. I was just curious if you saw it. <laughs> you know what uh, I just saw? The Batman. I remember you talking so highly of that Robert Pattinson actually did a good job in that movie, and you yeah. were surprised in the whole thing. I finally watched it because now it's on Netflix. <laughs> now it's available. Didn't have to pay any extra for it. So I watched it. Really long movie. It like, took me very long. three days to watch. Um, but but he did a very good job. I was pleasantly surprised. And I remember when the news first broke that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman. I was like, the hell? Like, what a weird casting. He did really, really well. Yeah, he did well. And I'll say this as a random thing. Indiana Jones, the last mm. one that just came out on Disney Plus right now, it's a good movie. It's fun. Way better. I'm, I'm just happy. If, I'm pretty – probably this is the last Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. It leaves a, a good taste in your mouth compared to what they did when they did the Shia LaBeouf one. It's a fun movie. Isn't it an Oscar winner? No. But for what it was, if you're watching the right circumstance, I watched it on a plane. And on the plane, I couldn't – I didn't have access to my phone. I had to really just watch a movie. And yeah. because I had my full attention, I actually was like, oh, this movie was, like had my attention and I was entertained by it. So random how we go from suicide to, hey, I know. watch Indiana we- Jones, but – that's we really is. got off track, but I, <laughs> I, I will say, uh, haven't seen Shia LaBeouf because you just mentioned him right now being in Indiana Jones. Haven't seen him in a very long time. We were talking about that uh, a couple of weeks ago, just like how he kind of disappeared. He was spotted this week. Did you see this at Disneyland? At Disneyland, yeah, yeah. I, I there were shots of him out with his his child, and they're walking through Disneyland and. I haven't seen anything Shia LaBeouf. And I always used to say that Shia was going to be like the next big star. I thought for sure that he would go down in history as like a Leonardo DiCaprio type. He was so talented at such a young age, got all these massive roles. Uh, I guess you could equate him to kind of like where Timothy Chalamet is right now, just like landing every big role there is in Hollywood and everyone's freaking out and going crazy for him. And then he kind of went a little... I don't know if he had some he mental health direction. issues. Yeah. yeah, went in a different direction uh, and then disappeared. And so he was out hanging out at Disneyland, which I thought was kind of interesting. And did he have a handler? I don't know if he even had a handler. I didn't watch the video. Oh, I'm sorry. He wasn't Disneyland. He was at Universal Studios. Um, but I, I don't know if he had a handler, if he was being helped around or just low-key daddy because you know maybe people don't recognize him as much as they used to. Yeah, no. Um, I met Shia LaBeouf once. And I was like, "Hey, Shia, can I get a photo with you?" And he didn't say anything. He took me by my neck, and I'm like, kind of like the same size as him. But I remember mm-hmm. he like grabbed me hard. I was like, "Come on!" Like, like he didn't say anything. Grabbed my neck and like took a photo with me. But it was like very intense. But I don't think he meant to be a dick. He was just like a very intense guy. But this is mm-hmm. during when he was going through like that phase where he was sort of like intense and kind of a little yeah. rough. And it's hard to say what there's. We still don't know what was going on during that time. He's a unique guy. I'd be very curious of his story because I don't think we really learned about what was going on with him. But I really like Shia LaBeouf. I think he's uh, – I didn't like him in Indiana Jones. It, was, it wasn't his fault. The movie was just stuck. But other than that, I do like Shia LaBeouf. All right. Let's, let's talk yeah, to the stories of the week. Sorry about, uh, sorry about that, Lee. Um, we uh, – we, RIP, Lee. We, oh, sorry we got off track there. Um, but uh, we got another kind of sad story coming up. 
for what yeah. number are we on? We're at number four, another sad story, Dex. Uh, Bobby Jean Carter found unresponsive in the bathroom of her Florida home, according to police. Uh, this is one of uh, another Carter child. So obviously we lost Aaron Carter. There was another Carter uh, sister that was dead um, a, a couple years back. Uh, so Nick Carter, is he the only remaining Carter child? I don't know. I mean, I only knew really. Have another one? The, the only ones I really knew were the two brothers, which was Aaron and Nick, which were the yeah. famous ones. But obviously the other sibling became popular or sort of known if you were into that family or kind of invested into that family and the storyline. So it's well they had they had a reality show back in the day. Um but I just feel like this family is like cursed. It is so sad. So Bobby Jean Carter found unresponsive in the in the bathroom of her Florida home on December twenty third. Um and that is what the sheriff's department confirmed to numerous outlets. Um she was immediately transported to the hospital where she was later pronounced dead. She was 41 at the time. Uh, they have opened up in the death investigation, and they say that deputies learned that Carter was on probation from a cocaine possession at the time of her death. Uh, but they are saying that they, that they did she sorry that her roommates said that she had not used any narcotics since her release from prison, and uh, that she was uh, and that they did not find anything immediately at the uh, at her residence to point towards drug use. Uh, but obviously, at the end of the day, what you have to wait for is toxicology results. Those normally take a couple of weeks to find out what was in someone's system at their time of death. I think her family believes that it was cardiac arrest. Um, but uh, we are all kind of waiting for more information to come out from this. Uh, her her mom did put out a statement to TMZ said saying, I'm in shock from learning of the sudden death of my daughter, Bobby Jean. And I will need time to process this terrible reality of this happening for the third time. Um, like we said, Erin died at the age of 34 back in November of 2022. Her daughter, Leslie, died at the age of 25 back in 2012. Uh, I mean, it's just this poor, poor family. I can't imagine having to bury one child, let alone three at this point. There's obviously been a lot of turmoil in this family over the years. There's been a lot of drug use by this family over the years. And, um, you know, there's a big falling out between Aaron and Nick. I mean, it's just, it's sad, man. Sad, sad, Very sad. sad. Yeah, sad. I mean, it's just, you know, just a family just going through a lot. And it's just like it, man. That's I couldn't imagine being Nick Carter. You know, both your siblings passing, and it's just it's got three be of really your siblings tough. passing. Three, sorry, three three of your siblings passing. That's just a very tough pill to swallow for anyone. And um, just sad. It's honestly, just sad. There's not much to say except it's very sad. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Dax, the number three story. Number three story, Danny Masterson starting his 30 years to life sentence in state prison. Um, And so he has now been sent to that California state prison 
to serve his sentence for two rape convictions. Um, and so there, I guess he has now been admitted to North Kern State Prison. They released the first prison mugshot. I don't know if you saw that, him in his orange jumpsuit. He's got kind of longer curly hair. He's got the beard going. Um, but he is now sentenced to 30 life and 30 years in prison. If you remember, his wife, Bijou Phillips, filed for divorce in the weeks that followed his conviction uh, or sentencing. And uh, they had been married for uh, like 12 years at that point. Um, and so I guess it'll be 25 years before he'll even be eligible for parole. Um, and that Masterson's lawyer said they plan to appeal the conviction. Um, so I guess goodbye to him. Yeah, goodbye. Um, I will give him credit for giving the money. Well, he divorced his wife or put all the money. What was that thing that he gave? We did that in the stories a couple weeks back where he are gave you saying, all his money. So no. So are you saying what people believed was the reason for the divorce? Yeah. After she not stuck the by him through the whole time? Because there was a lot yeah. of people that that said they believed that she divorced him to protect their assets. Yes, that was I, it. What I remember people. So I don't, I don't know we, if I give him credit for that. I, I don't know if it's a credit thing. Um, but people were saying, oh, if, if they divorce, she then keeps the assets. They're protected so that if there's more lawsuits or they drain his accounts for these upcoming lawsuits, that she then still has something. I don't know if that necessarily is giving him credit, though. Yeah, I, I, we don't even know if that's true or that's why he did it, but it did make sense. I've said this, this is probably the third time I've said this. If anybody has watched in our private Facebook group off the record, if anybody's on TikTok and sees what's going on in the Scientology church, mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty, there's like this huge community of people and streamers and TikTokers who make it, do it for a living outside the church Scientology every day, kind of exposing what's going on. And also they've made like these, security guys at the church of Scientology into like TikTok celebrities. Okay. I'm just like, I am scared. Like Scientology, I don't, it's hard to say, is it a cult or not? But you know, and that's what they always, they debate them on is Scientology a cult. And I don't want to, I really don't know too much about the religion, but the whole thing is just so, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated. It's bizarre, but fascinating. And then, you know, there's these, these are people, obviously Danny Masterson was a celebrity who had a large income. If you don't have a large income, you have to work for the Church of Scientology, and you have to work. From what I understand, again, I'm learning this from TikTok. You have to work, a, like a, over 100 hours a week for like 50 dollars, like for like nothing, for a chump change. Yeah. And then you're not allowed to talk to your family members ever again. You're not allowed to talk to anybody in your life, and it's pretty sad and unique. Um, but again, I'm just learning about it. But the headshot of Danny Masterson. He looks like Danny Masterson in the headshot. I was surprised. Like he still looks like he doesn't look like total shit yet. But um, yeah. we won't yeah, be seeing him for a long time. Give him twenty five years, and we'll check back in on this. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen next year for Christmas or actually Easter? There's going to be a news story. <laughs> what did Danny Masterson eat on Easter? You know that's right. going to be the news story. So, true. so Dax, the number two story. Uh, Kyle Richards and Maurizio spending Christmas Day together in Aspen amid all of their separation drama. Um, you know, there's been a lot of tension in this marriage, which has been unfolding on cameras in the latest season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, but they did spend Thanksgiving together as a family and now also Christmas as a family, um, which is interesting because 
There's been a lot of stories coming out over the last couple of days about him up in Aspen without her prior to Christmas, where he was hanging out with Anita and Lily Pons and uh, this other designer. And like, he looks like he's having the time of his life. I saw him shirtless partying one night. Um, and then there's this like Alexandria Wolf, who's that designer that the pair were seen hanging out together. And there were people telling them that they're just getting to know each other. And then it's like, oh, the next day he's hanging out um, with Kyle and the family. So I don't know if the the two of them, they're navigating this divorce. They're, they've said that they're not divorcing yet. They're tr- they haven't thrown in the towel. But at the same time, it doesn't seem like they're trying to necessarily save their marriage at this point. It seems like they're just co-parenting and showing up to events like Christmas and Thanksgiving to be together for the kids. But it to me, I I gotta think they're done, right? I mean, if if they really were worried about their relationship, him hanging out with Anita and Lily on the the slopes of Aspen while they're in their bathing suits, like to me, it seems like that wouldn't be healthy for a relationship. Uh, I agree with you. It's um, Maurice. I think people are this. Kyle's been making a lot of news in the last. When was BravoCon? Three, four months, obviously, with the mm-hmm. whole Mauricio stuff. I think people are just so we're so caught off guard with the whole separation between the two of them. Because from the people I spoke with, people loved Mauricio beforehand. Mauricio was like the housewife husband. He was always so great. He had Kyle's back. They seemed like they were just a perfect couple. He's a good-looking guy. She's very pretty. Um, she handled things with class. He had a very successful business but wasn't gross with it. And I think we're just sort of surprised by Mauricio. You know, first was the story is, is he hooking up with his dance partner? And then was you've seen photos of him shirtless in Aspen, spraying champagne with Anita, someone who's much younger with him and having a good time. Which, by the way, at the place you go to in Aspen, that's sort of what you do. It's not it's not that crazy because that's what you do at this spot. You spray champagne on each other and you all you don't take your clothes off, but you kind of have fun. You gotta it gets wild. It's a party. It just seems like they're in this phase where they want to go and explore and date other people. But I, I would say, then why don't you just call it for what it is and say that we had a, a fantastic marriage. It was a very successful marriage for many, many years. We've got beautiful children out of it. And you know what? It, it's not working for us anymore. And maybe one day our paths cross again. But like, we are free to date other people and we're going to move forward with getting divorced. And I know that there's issues. There's a lot of money involved here because they have a lot of, you know, assets that they would now need to split up. But like, why keep the charade of like, we are, we're not throwing in the towel when it, your actions kind of are saying different things when it seems like you guys have moved on from each other. You're just, keeping it alive almost for your fans. I don't know. It's weird. It is definitely weird. And we really haven't gotten answers. It's not like it's sort of obvious the questions we have and they haven't mm-hmm. given us the answers. And I don't know if that's strategic. I don't know if that's business or what it is. And, and let me, when I say that, I think it's good to bring the family together on holidays. Like you could still date other people and do your thing and still come together on Christmas and be a family together. I think that's phenomenal if you can make that work out, but like go do your stuff, throw in the towel on the marriage, do your stuff there and go date other people. 
I think we just want conclusion to the story and it's not our <laughs> relationship right. or like we want this, we want the show to end. We don't want a show to keep going on and on sort of like scandal and shit like that. Dax, yeah. the number one story of the week of 2000 of the last story. That was the biggest story of 2023. The biggest story of the week. What is that Dax? I hate you for making me talk Kanye West right now. It wasn't me. Kanye did it. Kanye did it. The the, the Uh, data proves it. What happened to Kanye? Kanye West apologizing to the Jewish community in a post in all Hebrew, uh, basically saying he is sorry for all the repeated anti-Semitic remarks um, that he has caused the Jewish people and for any unintended outburst caused by his words or actions. And um, so he posted this message written in Hebrew on Tuesday on Instagram, just ahead of the expected release of his new music. Um, And basically, this is what it translated to. It said, uh, it was never my intention to hurt or disrespect. And I I deeply regret any pain I may have caused. Um, He said there's uh, that he is committed to learning and ensuring greater sensibility and understanding and that he is dedicated to making amends and working towards promoting unity. I'm sorry, but Kanye West has done so much damage to the Jewish community over the last like four years that I want to say, fuck you, Kanye. Um, because there's been so many times as a Jewish man that I've been like, the hell is he doing? Like he is making things so much worse uh, by spewing all of this anti-Semitic crap over the years and praising Hitler and just not being an ally of the Jewish people that I just want to say, fuck you. Uh, However, I will say the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, had a much nicer thing to to respond. So they put out a statement to CNN and saying, after causing untold damage by using his vast influence and platform to poison countless minds with vicious anti-Semitism and hate, an apology in Hebrew may be the first step on a long journey towards making amends to the Jewish community and all, all those who he's hurt. Ultimately, actions will speak louder than words, but this initial act of contrition is welcome. I'm like, good for them by putting out a very nice, welcoming statement because I, I had a harder time with this. I just felt like it's pandering. I felt like he is doing this because it is now more press leading into his music being released. I don't felt, feel that it is genuine. I, he has had a long history with so much anti-Semitism. I'm sorry, but if you're sitting there and you have caused issues inside of your uh, inside of like the Yeezy workplace because he, how much he praised Hitler and he's fascinated with Hitler and all of this stuff. Like I don't feel like it's genuine. I just feel like it's another publicity stunt by Kanye West. Yeah, a statement like that doesn't really solve everything. I think there's a lot to do there, and I don't know what the recipe. I don't know how you fix it. To be honest with you. And um, especially when his music that's coming out right now, you know, he's saying, oh, you know, one of the lyrics is like, how am I anti-Semitic? I just fucked a Jewish bitch. Like, I'm sorry. You just everything about him is repulsive these days to me. I agree. I agree. And it's funny. It's like 
sometimes Dax and I try to say, oh, if we could be someone's publicist, this is how we would do it. This is what we do to refix their image in the news and the media. With Kanye, I throw in the towel. I don't know. I, I don't and, have and an answer. I think there's a, a reason that he went through – how many publicists did he go through at one point? I mean they yeah, were – he was going through was every like three weeks. Seven. There was one. Yeah. yeah, there was so many different publicists were quitting on him. People didn't want to take the job. It wasn't worth the money, and he was willing to pay a lot of money. But people were like, that damages my career because I can't defend it. And uh, here it's like I, 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 I can't even appreciate the message because the stuff he did was so hurtful that one Instagram post is not going to fix it. No. But I also don't have the answer how to fix it. I think it's going to take a lot of time, and I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. And honestly, what I could see from years from now, he actually converts to Judaism. I think he he would do that. I don't know if they would even allow it, but I could see him Uh saying, you know what, I'm going to convert to Judaism. And someone out there is going to say, you know what, I'll help him on his process on on him converting to Judaism. And it's just – it's just a complete mess, and a lot of people aren't buying the apology. Gross. No, um, listen, like, like the ADL said, actions speak louder than words. So we'll see what happens over the next few months or whether or not this was just a publicity stunt for his music coming out because I dislike him so much. Will Kanye West fix his image and come back to the original Kanye West we once knew and loved in 2024? We don't know yet, but thank you guys for listening <laughs> to the Raw Rundown. Uh, Happy New Year's, guys. It's, uh, it's an exciting time. Um, the New Year's is uh, – hopefully no one passes away too soon. It's inevitable, but hopefully we just – if we go wait to like February, March, hopefully March. It's not going to happen. It's literally, dude, it's January 1st, 2nd, 3rd for sure. It, it will happen. It always <laughs> does. Like clockwork, every year there's someone that passes away like the first couple days of the new year. And then people say, this is the worst year ever. How could this happen? Um, but guys, nonetheless, wish you happy new year. Thank you guys for being a fan, supporting us over the years. Uh, let's make 2024 an incredible year. Thank you guys for listening or watching on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We have a private Facebook group called Off the Record, which should be part of your resolution. You should be in it. And uh, hang out with us on there. Follow me at Adam Glenn. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.